Last time on Pokemon Rollout. After the skirmish with the Grimmsnarl, the trio of trainers went back to a Pokemon Center to rest their Pokemon for the night and to pick up Bernie the Blaziken and Sparky the Scyther, who were injured from a previous battle. In the morning, they trained their Pokemon before going to Land's Meet to find some special supplies. Professor Sneeze searched out timer balls, Liliana was looking for armor, and Charlie looked for night vision goggles and a black lab coat. While they were shopping, Professor Sneeze sensed they were being watched, and his senses were correct. With very little warning, a Malamar, a giant Turtonator, and the Matriarch were released in the shopping area. The trainers caught a glimpse of Charlie's Morgrim, who had recently escaped from the Pine Ranch, holding a belt of Pokeballs just before running away. How will the team stop the raging Pokemon? Will they be able to secure the Morgrim? Find out today on Pokemon Rollout! Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Untitled Goose Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Free Sushi Sneeze. <laughs> and I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana Shouting into the Void Shadow Garden. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. As long as the void isn't shouting back. Yeah, that's that's when you really have to worry. (laughs) It's like the old thing: you can talk to yourself, you can even argue with yourself. Just don't lose. But if I'm screaming at the wailing wall, I'll make a great album. Hey. Anyone? Anyone? I, Name I, the band? I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know. No, well no, enough. Flogging Molly fans? No, okay. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That that's why I've heard of it. That makes sense. Because I was tangentially connected to uh, all of those Irish bands. I knew people who really, 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 really liked them. I was friends with them. Gotcha. So that's, that's not connected, that's aware. Tangentially aware, that's better. You're right. <laughs> connected, yeah. Con- connected connect- connected means like you're, <laughs> connected you're closer well, than six yeah, degrees yeah, separated. Yeah, connected uh, implies like, more are, than I meant for it to be. To are, like, are we going yes. back to Adam and Eve for this tangentially connected? Or? Yes, no. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I should like, say no, rather, but... <laughs> Like, it's, it's the different, like, English doesn't have two different words for no, but a lot of other languages do, mm-hmm. like, in French, to, like, conne, uh, means to, like, know personally, mm-hmm. uh, versus say means to know about a thing. So you're talking say, not yeah, conne. Not <laughs> true, true. Well, uh, last time, you all had gone shopping. No, oh, that's right. <laughs> Woo! And, <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, and out. then we got attacked. Well, uh, not quite. <laughs> By out my Pokemon. By, By your Pokemon. <laughs> uh, first things first, can I get an intuition check or or Pokemon education check from anyone? Or, or everyone? Danger, Danger and me are buddies. We're, we're pals now. <laughs> like, after our, our thing in, like, the, the dragon area, like, we're, we're good friends now. Keep telling no, yourself that. Pal. No problem. <laughs> 17 Pokemon Ed. Okay. Uh, you said intuition was one of the things we could do? 
Yes. Only eight in that. Anything else I can do? <gasps> uh, I said intuition or Pokemon education. Well, we'll go with my eight in Pokemon Ed. Or in intuition. Paul, I matched with you in intuition. All right. Professor Sneeze, you have the most uh, information out of everything that's going on here. Uh, you see that uh, Danger seems to be pointedly not looking at the shop. Yoon is looking around. Uh, the matriarch has definitely noticed the shop, but is mostly looking around at all the buildings nearby. And the Malamar is zeroed in on Charlie. <laughs> uh, Charlie, you, as you said, you you believed yourself to be more of buddies with danger after everything that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a perception check quick, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to waste a good perception check on this. Uh, it is going to be uh, 26 in perception. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Danger definitely roared, saw you, stopped roaring, and looked away. She knows, <laughs> or he knows that he's supposed to be... I keep thinking Danger's a lady. She, he is not. Uh, he is a gentleman. He know, <laughs> yes. He, he knows that, he, uh, that you bested him in single combat, so therefore... He is supposed to respect you, but he seems to be going on the thought process, and because of this thought, you're going, he's going, if I don't know that Charlie's here, I don't have to obey him, so I don't know he's here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Liliana, uh, would you say that after the experience with the Morgrim, you feel like you had some sort of kind of connection with the Morgrim? I would say so, especially with her being like a dark elemental you at least have an understanding of their thought process yeah okay. i would think so so the more grim that uh releases charlie's the only one who saw it but you can kind of intuit that there's most likely a Morgrim involved um and the Morgrim is most likely newer to the city than you are you may not know these streets but you do know the streets and so, given time and some thought, you might be able to track where this Morgrim went. Simply okay. by going, where would I go? He's just a good old boy. Probably meaning some harm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that is the main thing. Um, combat is starting. But cool. all of these Pokemon are slow, so Charlie goes first. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. Um, I think I need to get a Pokemon out and then maybe do something else beyond that. Let me think about this for a moment. Uh, Dark is uh, half neutral to itself, isn't it? Dark resists itself, yes. Okay. I'm just checking out here. I'm trying to find out who I want to send out to try and help out. And Harry's a pretty good candidate because Harry has a good matchup against the Matriarch. Charlie's going to try and handle Danger and... The Malamar, it would have, like, neutral attacks on the Malamar, so. Um, otherwise... I do have Giggles out, too. Giggles might be able to do something. You know, let's go ahead and, uh, send out, uh, Giggles. Let's have Giggles come out and and help out with this, so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have Giggles try and help out, uh, against, uh, knowing that the Malamar is coming from me. Uh, Giggles, uh, will have Giggles come out and... Um, Giggles, come out. Uh, let's uh, let's see if we can handle this uh, Malamar over here. Not my, my, well, not my Malamar, but like kind of my Malamar. Oh man, I really gotta settle uh, this. 
Yes, giggles will go immediately because of your acrobat feature. Um, uh, can I, as... should, I fin- should I finish my turn first, or yes? Uh, okay. One quick thing, because yeah. talking is a free action. Uh, as you kind of say these things and are kind of like going through it and release giggles, you hear a voice in your mind. Mm. Tell me something. What is my name? Uh, and Charlie uh, blinks for a moment uh, and uh, isn't quite sure how to, like, I assume there's some, some familiarity here, but he doesn't know quite how to respond. Am I picking up what you're putting down? You don't even know that. And yet you claim by your actions to be my what? Trainer? Master? Go ahead and finish your turn. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to help uh, Charlie's uh, inner conflict with that. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, so uh, to finish my turn, though, uh, Charlie is also going to... Let me look at uh, my options here. Uh, Because releasing the Pokemon is a swift action, right? Uh, Releasing a Pokemon is a move action. Move action, okay. Um, But I can still do other things. Let me look here. I'm going to do... I'll just go ahead and use Hex on the Malamar. Not Hex, not Hex, sorry, back that up. Um... Uh, Omen. I'm going to use Omen on the Malamar. Omen, okay. So that's a minus two to... Accuracy. Accuracy, thank you. Okay. And so then Giggles is out. Uh, As you said, Giggles is going to go immediately. Yes. And... Um, Giggles, go ahead and uh, use uh, Rep around that Malamar, get around the tentacles, and use a Draining Kiss. So I'm going to roll two hits. Uh, survey says a nine. <laughs> that will hit the Malamar. Right. Uh, so let's roll 2d6 and then we'll add 24 to it. Uh, that's a seven. Uh, so that should be 31 fairy special damage. 31 fairy special damage damage. That did 24 very special damage, which is not enough to give it an injury. That is a solid hit, so uh, Giggles coming out and seeing the chaos looks... She's always looked happy, but she looks happier than you've ever seen her. (laughs) And then she runs forward and attacks the Malamar with the draining kiss, which it kind of pushes uh, Giggles away after a bit, but it definitely hits solidly. Alright, cool. Uh, Liliana is up. Okay. Well, since we know that there is a Morgrim around, mm-hmm. kind of, in- intuiting that, um, <laughs> that sounds like fun. So she is going to pick up Grunge um, and, like, lift one of his floppy ears and whisper into him and be like, okay, buddy, we're gonna go into reconnaissance mode, okay, Detective Grunge? Wink, wink. Okay, so you gotta be real quiet, okay, buddy? 
and um, then she is going to hide in plain sight. Uh, so that's just a so you still can move and you can do a double move action and then so you make a stealth check. Um, then in that case, if I can still do other things. Um, yes. Okay, so I'm gonna do perception to see where that Morgrim headed off to so that I can start sneaking behind it. <laughs> 17. Okay, you don't know exactly where it was. Remember, you're intuiting where you think it might be, but going off of where the beams of light from the Pokeballs came from and the street area and everything that's going on, um, you are pretty sure you narrow it down to a few alleys and eventually you find some tracks that you're pretty certain look like the feet of the Morgrim. So this seems to be where it was and it would have headed back down this alleyway. So you're on the right track. Can you give me that stealth check? Yes. 16 for stealth. Good. So that is your turn. Uh, and Grunge is out, but you're kind of keeping him with you. You're not really joining the battle at the moment. Uh, no, but does he still get a turn? Yes, and okay. his speed is 13, so he will go now. Okay, so in that case, um, I am going to have him do what I do, like Odor Sleuth, to have him kind of um, try and see if he can pick up a scent from the tracks that we found. He has Tracker, so... Oh, Tracker. Yes, so... Uh, da, da, he smelt whom they want to track in the past day. So he definitely smelt that Morgrim in the past day because he was out when the Morgrim was out and about less than 24 hours ago. So give me a perception check for him. If he rolls eight or higher, he can track him. Okay. 13. So, yep, he 13. tracks it. All right. And so you kind of put that Grunge tracks. down and Grunge sniffs around for it snorts and kind of looks and starts trotting down the alley after it. Can I get a uh, stealth check for Grunge as well? If he's keeping oh. hidden. Oh, or you want him <laughs> to keep hidden. I do want him to keep hidden. Okay. 12 for stealth. That makes it Professor Sneeze's turn. These guys are so slow. <laughs> oh, they're trying. Um, says, it looks like we've got a lot to contain here. Melody, come on out and help. So, send out Melody. Yep, so all of your guys' speed, your Pokemon that you have out have the exact same speed. <laughs> nice. So, all right, uh, that was your move action. Do you want to do something with your standard action? All right, I am going to target danger, I think. Danger, okay. Um, well, I um, can I hit them all with a swift attack? Last two. No, you can hit two of them. Okay, uh, I want to hit Danger. You can't hit and... Danger and the Matriarch. They're both they're too big. So you can hit Danger and the Malamar. Yep, you can hit Danger and the Malamar. All right, I will do that. Uh, rolling for a crit, not a crit. Okay, thirty-six normal special damage. That did twenty-one to the Malamar, which is enough to give it an injury. Malamars. Wow, the Malamar is not the most solid of the three, uh, and it already got hit once solidly. Uh, that did six damage to danger. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so he kind of just hunches down and takes the blow. Uh, so you fire off your hair muscles, raining things down. Uh, the Malamar spares you one annoyed look before returning its focus back to Charlie. Um, 
and Danger kind of hunches in its shell and is looking around, uh, does a double take at the alleyway behind it, but uh, it isn't its turn yet. It's the Matriarch's turn, and the Matriarch hasn't been hit by anything. Um, you used Melody to try to put the Matriarch to sleep last time you met, didn't you? That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. The matriarch was powering up to knock down a building. And then you release something that she recognizes. And so with a creaking of wood, her head turns to uh, Melody and... Rears back its head and fires a seed bomb at Melody. That hits 52-5-2 grass physical damage. I think I'm going to trade in uh, the digestion buff from a salty surprise. Okay. Um, so, all right. That gives plus five temporary hit points. Plus ten because um, you're salty. Yeah, that's right. Plus ten. Uh, well, hang on. No, plus plus five uh, for the bonus thing, and then plus another ten. Okay. And then plus uh, another uh, sixteen because um, uh, of my hits the spot. Yep. Good grief. <laughs> so she gained thirty-one <laughs> temporary hit points. And then took fifty-two minus fourteen. Thirty-eight. Um, it's gonna be thirty-eight. So drops her seven. So. Still, it chewed straight through that salty surprise, at least. Yep. <laughs> uh, and without looking to see how the seed bomb went, the matriarch starts heading down the road. No! Does it leave a threatened square? Uh, no, you aren't close enough. You're still... None of you left, except for Liliana, left the shop. Hmm. You Quick, took your move actions to release, a to release a Pokemon and then attacked... <laughs> So it's she's leaving. She's booking it away. Um, <laughs> Bye. As much as she can, she can only move six uh, six meters per turn. So she's still within range of things if you move towards her. But she's definitely leaving. Um, Charlotte says, "Ah, good. All's well that ends well." <laughs> Charlie said that. Charlie, no, that's not what's happening. Oh, my, okay, the, the sorry. Mal, the Malamar you hear again in your head ends? Well? And a beam of purple energy gathers up around the Malamar and fires out in a wave of concussive force towards Charlie. Uh, it uses Psy Wave on Charlie. Okay. Uh, luckily, Charlie is able to duck and dodge it. Uh, it fires behind Charlie and takes out an entire wall of clothing behind him. Just rips them mm. to shreds and gouges into the wall. Uh, to meanwhile... Shreds, to shreds, yes. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Danger, still pointedly not looking over at you guys, had hunched uh, himself and kind of ignored the stars that hit him, looked and went, oh, there's something furry in that alleyway. Oh no. And so Liliana, who's still hidden very well, has shadows cover her as danger kind of peeks around the alleyway. <laughs> rears back with his beak and fires 
it almost looks like, as it goes past you, it looks like a flamethrower, but it's a constant beam of electricity. Firing at it. So it's an electric shifted flamethrower firing at grunge. Oh, leave him alone. It's just a little dog. <laughs> so, grunge is hit. 56, 5, 6 electric special damage. Oh, man. So he gets two injuries from that. Yeah, it did more than half his health in one hit, so yes. Yep. So so that just fires down through there and knocks uh, Grunge kind of sprawling forward and he gets back up, but that definitely hit him hard. What level is the Terminator again? 5-0. 50, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's a big boy. Dang it, Charlie! Mm-hmm. Uh, me speaking of, we're back at the top of the round, and it's Charlie's turn. Okay. So, I think Charlie has two things he has to deal with here, uh, and he has to deal with them. But which one first? <laughs> Alright, uh, so Charlie, um, um, because speaking is a free action, uh, Charlie says... Uh, to the to the Malamar, and he he says he says it thinkingly, um, uh, mm-hmm. something to the line, along the lines of like, and he like closes his eyes and he's like squinting, like uh, like furrowing his brow and like really thinking hard toward it, and he says like, like okay, I, I messed up, and like I know this isn't gonna fix it, but like w- like I want to get you back to your trainer. I want I want you I want to make this. Maybe not right, but at least get it on, on the right track. I, But I'm going to deal with you later. Just If you can stop, I'll, I want to help you. But i got to go take care of the big electric turtle thing. Uh, so, uh, Silence. Your thoughts stink. Ooh. <laughs> you smell. <laughs> uh, so uh, Charlie uh, uh, runs over to, uh, to Danger... And uh, can I run like right in front of him? Make um, sure he sees he me. He is right in front of a uh, of the alleyway, so I would need an acrobatic check to kind of squeeze yourself through. Yeah, let's give that a go. I can do some acrobatics. Okay. Slide right underneath his legs. <laughs> yes. Although, uh, it has a, a move called Shell Trap. I'm not sure if that'd be a great idea, but... Cool. <laughs> yeah. Alright, acrobatics. We're up to 12, 18, 20 in acrobatics. That is what you needed to keep from, uh, from danger from uh, instinctually triggering uh, Shell Trap on you. <laughs> so, yes, you were able to Ooh. duck and dodge without touching danger to flip in front of him. Uh, cool. What do you say? And give me a command check. I was I was going to do a command check, and Charlie says, um, uh, he he looks at danger and very sternly points him like, "Hey, you stop that! You you know better than this. I, no, don't look away at me. No, don't you do it. No, stop. You look at me. You're gonna get back into your pokeball, or at least you're gonna help me with one of these other two." And we're gonna we're gonna make this right. You and me, we're gonna work through this together. Come on, I really hope this command check backs those words up. You've had a lot of practice with saying that before, haven't you, Paul? 
He tells his kids to get back in their Pokeballs quite a bit. <laughs> uh, for a command check, that is a really nice 24. 24. Nice. Yeah. All right. Danger kind of looks down at you. And then slowly... Hey, no, look, look at me. Like look at me. He's trying to look away, but eventually looks like you. And then just slowly creaks and sits. <laughs> and he's like, fine, I'll stop. But I'm just going to stop. I'll come back to you later. You you don't m- cause any more havoc. He kind of looks and like you see a, a couple like a couple sparks come hopefully out of his snout like towards one of the buildings. Hey, hey, well, no! Lowers his head. <laughs> that is going to uh, be Charlie's turn though. But it seems like danger is no longer uh, taking part in the battle. All right. Uh, what does uh, what kind of a move is giving a um, uh, giving a berry? Giving a berry to to a Pokemon to a what? yeah yeah like I want I want to give a berry to Danger like give him some positive reinforcement. Oh, too. Uh, at, since that's part of this action, go ahead and give Danger a berry. Okay, cool. Yep. So Liliana is up. No one seems to have seen you yet. You yet? Right. Um. Wait, Liliana is up? Melody didn't get a turn. So, Did Melody never go? No. no. Go, Melody, go. I completely forgot. I didn't have her go at all. She should go. Go. There's a lot <laughs> of pieces going. You're good. It, yeah, there's a lot of Pokemon here. Uh, things happening. So, uh, Melody, stop the matriarch! Roll out! So I'm going to have Melody like start hopping down the path and <laughs> and she rolls. <laughs> That's so cute. Did you like that? Oh, nice. Uh, so, you like so, the six... cozy Pokemon, don't you? You got Snorlax, you got Melody. <laughs> really, this Pokemon journey has all about been about just surrounding myself with as many comfy pillows as possible. <laughs> Boo boo. I mean, there was a lovely yes. uh, Cinchino. You got a Lickitung. Oh no, not a lick of tongue. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to that episode today brought back bad memories. <laughs> anyway, I rolled a 16 to hit. 16 will hit. It's not going to be a lot of damage here. Because um, it's just the first hit. Uh, 23 rock physical damage. That did 8. Rock physical damage. Okay. Not enough to give it an injury or anything, but it definitely felt it as it's leaving, but... Okay. Perfect. Uh, now it is Liliana's turn. Okay. It's hard because I, I want to withdraw Grunge or, like, do some medic stuff on him, but then that would be, obviously, taking her stuff out of hiding. Give me for Liliana. Give me a guile check. Okay. 17. Uh, so this isn't, this is before returning grunge, going through it. Uh, thinking through what you know running with the Morgrim, what you know of yourself and everything, there are a couple places that you could think of the Morgrim going. Uh, if the Morgrim is there to cause chaos and causing more chaos, it's probably going to go and it's, with this, it seems like it's used up all of its weapons, quote-unquote. Uh, so it's going to have to cause chaos itself. 
which means uh, if it's just here to cause as much chaos as possible, it's going to find somewhere that's populated but not too populated and cause chaos. Probably something pseudo-high class and, that serves food. So going towards a, going towards the ritzier side of town and towards a restaurant is a good place to find it, if that's what it's trying to do. If it's solely focused on going after Charlie, it's going to be heading back to Charlie's farm. So going in that direction and intercepting it there is another option. And finally, if it has some sort of like familial or group connection to the other Morgrim or to the Grimmsnarl, it'll be heading back towards that farm. Uh, by its actions, that seems the weakest, but it's still a possibility. So going your own and sussing it out, one of those three options gives you a good chance of finding it. It's mostly just okay. uh, taking your own idea of, if you were this Morgrim, what would you do? And that's that's without tracking it, but it was... Well, I'm gonna guess probably more chaos with this one especially. So I'm gonna guess more the ritzier part of town. Um, if I did withdraw grunge, would I be able to do another stealth check to hide right away again? Because you have hide in plain sight, yes. Okay. So I am going to do that then. Okay, withdraw a grunge, move a little farther, do a hide action. Okay. Yep. Perfect, so do another stealth check. 26. Okay. You are moving farther in the direction where you're pretty sure the Morgram will have gone. Uh, Charlie, you are the only one near enough to try a perception check, other than danger, and danger can roll high enough to see. <laughs> Really All right, so let's do that uh, perception check then. I am rolling really nicely tonight. Uh, twenty-five in perception. Whoa, Liliana just beats you out, so Charlie doesn't see her. Hey. You saw grunge. There was a flash of light. Grunge is gone, and no one else is in this alleyway. <laughs> oh, that's weird. But that makes it Liliana's turn. She's heading on her way. Uh, so she just finished up. That means it is Giggles' turn. All right, Giggles is going to continue attacking the uh, Malamar. Okay. Uh, leech life, that would be okay to do. Um, although I'm really just looking at... Because that would have a 1.5 effectiveness on on Malamar, right? Leech life? No, it'd have a it'd have a two times effectiveness, wouldn't it? That's correct. Yeah, we're gonna do leech life. Let's let's, let's leech some life into this thing, baby. <laughs> it's a lower um, damage base, but. I think it'll come out better in the end compared to the other options. So, we're going to do a Leech Life attack. Ooh, that's a four. I'm guessing that's not going to happen. Four? No. Uh, it bats aside the barb from, uh, or the, the sucker tentacle from uh, Giggles with one of its own tentacles. Mm. Kind of growls at it. Uh, 
That means it is Professor Sneeze's turn. He was supposed to go before Giggles. Okay. Well, well. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Somehow my initiative is wrong. Annoying. Okay. <laughs> Professor Sneeze is up. All right. Um, it's not sunny, is it? Uh, the weather's sunny. The, weather's the weather sunny. is sunny, actually. I was planning on it being sunny. Hey! Liliana's speed is 16 because of dynamism. She adds her guile to her speed. I'm going to um, power up a, a weather ball and fire the fire hair muscles at the uh, <laughs> matriarch. My fire hair muscles. Charlie's speed is 21. Sorry. Yes, that works. And that's a, a 19 to hit. That will hit. Uh, 31 fire special damage. So she took 24 fire special damage, which is not enough yet to give her an injury, but it is a solid hit for her. So as she's moving away, she got hit in the back by a rock and then by fire. So she's going <laughs> to kind of turns creaking. But that back. rock, that rock was made of a, a, a very fluffy cloud. Yes, it was made of plush, <laughs> but it was still a rock. <laughs> very plush rock. Creaking back, creaking, and as she's looking back now, it's Melody's turn. Okay, Melody is going to continue rolling out, uh, this time with a higher damage base, but let's see. First, we got a hit. I shouldn't have said anything. What did you roll? I I rolled a one. I was about to say. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, Okay, uh... There it is. Okay. Let's look at the fumble table. Hey. Michael, uh, roll damage for rollout as it was with that. Oh no, that's a that's a damage base of seven. Okay. Um five is gonna be that's gonna be thirty rock physical damage. Thirty rock physical damage. Alright. As Melody goes bouncing towards uh the matriarch, she hits a divot in the road careens at a 90 degree angle and slams smack dab into the wall of a store she deals that damage to herself as though she resisted it one step further melody took eight damage okay (laughs) yes so she hit that damage now here's a fun thing for you guys does that count as hitting with rollout Ooh. oh oh i no, i don't think so. so she missed it okay Yep, so that yeah. smacks it, and rollout resets, but that is it for Melody's turn. Like, it would be a, a nice advantage for that to be true, but no. Uh, so it is the Matriarch's turn, and... no, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, I My <laughs> initiative tracker should actually be correct. So close. Uh, so the Matriarch looks back at Professor Sneeze and Uh, reaches slowly up (laughs) cracks off one of her horns Uh. and throws it at Professor Sneeze she uses curse on Professor Sneeze Professor Sneeze is cursed she does lose a third of her HP which actually uh yeah, she actually gains an injury from that. Mm. She's that, but and so obviously, but she goes to that, and then she turns back and continues to leave. Doing that for that, uh, it is the Malamar's turn. 
And the Malamar looks down at Giggles, and a wave of circular energy emanates from the Malamar. And Giggles blinks a few times and falls asleep from hypnosis. Okay. That's okay. She's been working hard. Uh, <laughs> danger continues to sit and look slightly contrite, though you though it may be in a... That means we're back to the top of the round with Charlie. All right. Let's see here. So uh, Charlie like squeezes past uh, Danger to go back in and uh, work with uh, the Malamar. And because um, here's the thing, like Charlie, as I've been saying, like Charlie has been uh, racked with um, some guilt about uh, catching the Malamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that's been so he wants to try and make that right. But he does, I don't know if he's the one who can like address that with the Malamar. But mm-hmm. let's let's see if we can do it anyway. We'll we'll might try a charm check. We'll see we'll see what I can do. That prob- probably's not gonna work, but I could I can try. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a magic thirty six or something. <laughs> yeah. What is Charlie saying to do this? Charlie says uh, with with his words. Um, Good. Not saying it through interpretive dance. Good start. I was just going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> well, as opposed to my mind, because it didn't like, it said my thoughts stink, so. Right. All right, so Charlie goes, and he's now in front of the Malamar and says, all right, uh, I I was wrong to do what I did. Like, I should have not taken you away from your trainer. You were doing nothing wrong. It was an easy way out of this, uh, out of the situation, and it, it, it shouldn't have happened. Let's end this. Let's be done. I don't want to attack you. Don't want to. Don't want to faint you. Let's just let's end this, and I will find out what I need to do to get you back to your trainer. I'll I'll talk to the Rangers. I'll, I'll talk to the Fero Corps. I can maybe pull some strings there, but I'll do what I can to get you back to your trainer so you can be with them. I don't de- de- be deserved to be called your trainer or master or anything. Um, I. Uh, again, I looked for an easy way out before, and I, I need I, I, I want to make it right for you. And so Charlie wants to lean into his charm, if that's okay, unless you had something yeah. to add, Nick. Go ahead with a charm check for that. Uh, oh, I almost got a straight on that one. Um, 19. Okay. Um, go... Okay. Uh, the Malamar is looking at you. Says Gok, just kind of watching as you say it. He goes, There is one thing you are missing. I want to hurt you. Solid for it, but did not quite make the high check to turn it aside from this. Fair enough. I've been rolling pretty well already tonight. And and Malamar are already have a reputation in the Pokedex and other places of being mm, kind of nasty. Cruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In any case, so yes, but that does make it uh, Liliana's turn. If you move, if you do a double move to follow it this time, you will basically be out of combat. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. 
so I totally forgot about this until now. Um, because before we had said that Ruse had been following us around in her like little girl form from when we had first seen her in the forest. You're right. So she did not take any part in anything at the moment. She may have pretend coward along with the uh, other members of the crowd, but... Right, because I was going to say, like, either something like that, or she was just, like, in the Pokeball. I... What would... Nick, what do you want to say happened with her? She has already shown enough initiative, as even in things of, like, taking money for herself, doing things that I could see her not going back into the Pokeball unless really told to do so. So she's okay. still out and about, I would say. Okay, sounds good. Um, then in that case, I am just going to continue to um, try and follow the Morgram tracks. Okay. Will Ruse be taking a turn? If she's not with Liliana, I just feel like she's just going to be getting into trouble. <laughs> so if she's in a really distracted crowd right now... Mm -hmm. <laughs> the only thing that I could really see her doing is either pickpocketing or just causing more unnecessary chaos to the situation. Well, the best part of this is that she can actually speak as a Zoroark. That's right, yeah. So, okay. Okay, so Ruse will not be a part, but she may be uh, passively causing chaos elsewhere. Yes. I so it's not her turn right now though, right? No, she's later. But uh, since she okay. is not connected to Liliana, we'll just say she's off doing her own thing. Since she, she's not connected to Liliana nor taking part in the battle, she is doing her own thing at the moment. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Okay, that brings us to so Liliana has left the battle. Uh, Professor Sneeze, yep. you're up. Um. Can I roll a Pokemon education to try to figure out what sort of, like, food or something might attract a Trevenant? Sure. Souls. Souls. Um, Charlie is specifically. Uh, 26. <laughs> so you've run into a threefold problem. In the first place, a Trevenant is a tree. Yep. They photosynthesize. They are able to eat sun and air and water. In the second place, Trevenant are a ghost type. Ghost type are renowned mm -hmm. for not needing sustenance. And in the third place, Trevenant are known to be incredibly intelligent, at least uh, approach, at least approaching, if not at human intelligence. So, baiting them with food is an unlikely prospect. <laughs> okay. It, it, can can I think of anything that might be a bait? It like, goes... Even it, if it's not like a food, something that it would want to go so towards. So it goes from person to person, uh, for, or in this case from Trevenant to Trevenant. So knowing the matriarch threatening something it holds dear or reminding it of something that it hates and wants to destroy. Uh, knowing of it, that would be Dr. Linnaeus. You, mm -hmm. which obviously isn't quite enough. Or something that is wasteful, destructive, or polluting. Okay. Um, he is a phantom. Phantom would work. 
A phantom, um, a phantom seeming to be in danger would more than work. Danny Phantom, sorry. <laughs> that's that's a great spinoff, or like, or that, that, that's like it, it, Danny Crossover. Phantom. Yeah, that would be a great T-shirt, <laughs> Danny Phantom. I bet it exists. <laughs> it has to. Somewhere. You'll find it. Alright, so I'm going to use my illusionist capability mm. to create the illusion of a phantom that is waving its arms about and trying to uh, get the attention of the Trevenant and acting as though it like needs the Trevenant's help. Okay. Um, uh, focus users focus rank in meters away from the user. Your focus rank is two, so it can only be two meters away from you. Uh, so, so I'm going to run as close as I can. Yeah, you're going to be right the near the Trevenant there and making that. Wow. And I can create a phantom because it is yeah. 0.4 meters. Yeah, so half a meter. <laughs> that that That's actually a very good one. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that works. I'm going to give... It doesn't say this for some reason. I'm going to give the Trevenant, the Matriarch, a intuition check. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it has... I, I think we've talked about that before, how there is no yeah, DC. Yeah, there's no I roll to disbelieve, which is odd, but... Right. Okay, and that will be against... Roll Pokemon Education to craft a believable okay. phantom. 18. Rolled a five. <laughs> so that's the sound of my focus. So I'm going. It's a phantom. Okay. So it stops dead and sees this. When it, when uh, the matriarch stops dead when she sees this. For that, it's not her turn yet, so you don't see the full reaction. But it seems to be having an effect. Uh, since creating an illusion is a standard action, Professor Sneeze lose two ticks of HP. Yes. Because you are yes, cursed. Yes. Yes. So now I'm down to 99 hit points. I got 99 hit points, and the curse ain't won. <laughs> it hasn't won yet. <laughs> gotta have that. Gotta have that growth mindset. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, it is Giggles' turn. Giggles is asleep. Let's roll to see if she gets out of it at the end of her turn. Yes. She can't really do anything. So what's she going to do for the rest of her turn? Nope, that is her turn. Yeah, her turn is sleeping. (laughs) He gets a little snooze. 13? I don't think a 13 point does it. It is a DC 16. That's what I thought. But next time it goes down, though, right? Uh, I don't know if sleep actually goes down in this. No. Sleep does not go down, so it's always DC 16. Yeah, But yes, so Giggles continues snoozing the day away. Uh, Melody is up. Melody, put the Trevenant to sleep! Sing! Um, so Melody is going to sing. Uh, I don't suppose, since the Trevenant has been moving away, there's not really any other target. No, there's not. No. Um, so, like, she just can automatically do that with her um, uh, lullaby ability. Yes. Successful Automatically hit the target. You're right. Yep. So. She's just going to knock her out? She's just knock the Trevenant to sleep. Okay. Matriarch sees this, stops dead, and falls asleep. I mean, it's already dead, but... Ha, ha, ha. It ha. is the Matriarch's turn. 
rolls a natural one on her sleep check ha! and continues to sneeze. I'm going to say, Charlie, you better find the matriarch's Pokeball and get her in right away. She's asleep. Uh-huh. Got my hands full over here right now. Yeah, uh, speaking uh-huh. of, it is the Malamar's turn. Uh, and the Malamar, face to face with Charlie, leans forward almost conspiratorially towards Charlie. And says in his mind, give you hint, and perhaps that will be a beginning. In old D, my name means channel. What is it? Charlie doesn't know any old D. Uh, while it is saying this, also, uh, a tentacle goes up and smacks you directly in the stomach. Because uh, the. Malamar uses foul play and hits you. What is Charlie's attack stat? Um, hopefully it's bad. <laughs> um, attack stat is uh, under total, I assume. Yes. Is ten. Ten. Okay. It is slightly lower than the Malamar's, which means it doesn't hit as hard. But uh, does twenty-nine dark physical damage to Charlie? Two nine. Yipes! That's still really tough, though. Uh, twenty-nine take away eight. Twenty-one. Twenty-one from ninety-four is seventy-three. There's some more wonderful math for your listening ears. It burns. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. Charlie, if after that hit, being kind of doubled over from it, you look over at Danger, Danger is very studiously looking away. Uh, <laughs> back to the top of the round, and Charlie is up. Um, uh, Charlie with a, a chance here, uh, knowing he knows no old uh, D. Unless it'd be like randomly one of his uh, occult things, but I'm guessing, I'm, that, that's too much of a stretch. Uh, Charlie, uh, while being doubled over, goes... <coughs> Channel sneeze. How do you say channel in in D? Um, should I roll general ed or do I know? No general ed. Okay. Uh, twenty three. It's not your area of expertise. On the tip of your right. tongue, you think it might start with K. It's not. It's not coming it's to a... you right now. You're on the track, but it's not K- coming to you here. K. Kerkod Kumquat Kumquat No, that's not it Capybara What's a capybara? Professor Sneeze, for just a second You have the distinct pleasure of realizing Just what the weight of the Malamar's Hate-filled gaze Has been on Charlie the whole time As it converts to you for just a second And then goes back to Charlie uh, just, just, just stop. Just don't wait till you get it. Just get, get back to me on this. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. Uh, and then with that, Charlie's going to uh, return giggles, and he's going to send out. Oh. Oh. Uh, so uh, the reason I'm saying oh is I just realized uh, Charlie has Hollow on his uh, on his team with him right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I could try and put out That's that fire, wonderful. but um, that fire is currently sleeping. That fire. Okay, so let, let's hold off, hold off on that for now. 
The fire reignites, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Charlie uh, returns, uh, uh, giggles, and uh, looks to uh, Katana, who I assume is uh, on his back or kind of uh, hanging out near his head. Um, Katana, let's get you out here. Let, let's uh, see some action. I think I think I need your help on this one. So uh, Katana is uh, into the into the battle. Katana the Pawnyard, in case anyone has forgotten. <laughs> Uh, Katana, as uh, she comes down into the Battle of Katana, and the uh, Malamar give each other measuring looks, and you feel like a conversation has passed of some sort between them. Can I roll intuition to see if I know anything else about that? Sure. Um, ten? Ten in intuition? You, It's impenetrable for you. Yeah. Uh, but since you are releasing Katana... Oh, you you returned Giggles and released Katana? Correct. Okay, that was a standard action. Uh, but Katana okay. will go immediately after your turn is done. Okay. And if you just leave where you are right now, the Malamar will get an attack of opportunity on you because you are in melee range. Yep. Excuse me. Uh, no, Charlie's just going to end his turn uh, there. Okay. That means that it is Katana's turn. Katana, let's attack with a Fury Cutter. That's going to be our best our best shot to do damage on this thing. Uh, that is a 7. Thankfully not a 1. 7 with Fury Cutter. That just barely hits. Alright, so let's do some damage on that one then. Uh, that's max damage. That's an 8 uh, plus the 25, so that's going to be... Uh, 33 uh, bug physical damage. So that did 26 bug physical damage. It's pretty good. Yeah, not enough to give it another injury yet, yeah. but in order to knock it out, but a solid, solid hit. So uh, Katana kind of leaps up with her blade and goes for a solid slash, and the Malamar staggers back a second and is running on straight hate at this moment, but is still up. Uh, let's skip uh, to a different time and place. Liliana, you have been tracking um, <laughs> this uh, where you believe the Morgrem will be going at this point and uh, give me a perception check, please. Twelve. Okay. Uh, it's not screams of terror or panic, but there is an Unusually loud hubbub from a somewhat upscale restaurant that draws your attention. And when you go in, you see the Morgrim standing on top what seems to be a, one of those serving trays, or uh, wheeled serving trays, uh, juggling three Pokeballs and three various pies. Oh, no. Here. And uh, just as oh, you... Oh, my boy. My boy learned how to juggle. Uh, just as you come in, you hear some. Uh, you see a waiter come up to try to accost it and get pied in the face. <laughs> kind of stagger back a bit. You also notice, sitting in the back of this rather upscale restaurant, looking up, uh, utensils unused, strangely, a familiar girl that's been following you. And that you know is not a girl at all. 
And so that is where you are. And we will come right back to that after we go to Professor Sneeze's turn. These messages. Um, so Sneeze is gonna let go of the um, illusion and um, turn back towards the Malamar and say, Charlie, you, you need a hand? Yeah, no, I totally got this all on my own here. Yeah, yeah, just come on and help me. All right! Uh, and I'm going to uh, get as close as I need to, power up the hair muscles, uh, and send out uh, the uh, the try attack okay. towards the Malamar, uh, which is a 19. That hits. So that's going to yeah. do an effect. I love rolling high on this attack. Um, <laughs> that's... 39 normal special damage. And? And uh, burned. Burned. Malamar is burned. All right, that did 24 normal special damage, which is enough to give the Malamar another injury. Yeah. And should faint it. The Malamar gets solidly hit by Mm -hmm. this uh, by Tri-Attack and gets knocked out. You can see with just Pokemon education expertise with any sort of medical expertise, anything like that it should be out. And you see it essentially activate its own telekinetic abilities to lift itself back up out of pure anger. This Uh. is going to hurt it if it continues doing this. It may seriously seriously damage itself, but it is angry. It is going for this. Uh, Melody is up. Um. So, hitting it again might knock it out, but it is pushing itself beyond what it can endure. So either getting it to essentially allow itself to be knocked out or knocking it out more forcefully are the two options. Um, I'm going to say Melody, stand guard by the, the Trevenant. Use, use defense curl. Um, so Melody's just going to hang out by the Matriarch. And use defense um, curl? Yep, use defense curl. Okay. Um... The matriarch slumble slumbles slumbers through another turn. Slumbles, slumbles, and continues sleeping. <laughs> Yeesh. I really want to name a Pokemon that now. Slumbles. Slumbles is great. That sounds like a uh, drowsy. Well, like, the slum- that, slumbles the drowsy. That sounds like drowsy a word that uh, Shakespeare would have made up. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Uh, then, uh, Charlie, since that the Malamar was knocked down and came back up, you've been hearing just a psychic growl in your mind that isn't stopping. Uh, and it turns to you and fires a Psybeam at Charlie. Also, Professor Sneeze, you lost two ticks of HP at the end of your last turn. Yep, yep okay. I did that. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, hits you with Psybeam. And does 35 3 5 psychic special damage. 
That is an injury um, for you. It is an injury, yes. Uh, can I get from Professor Sneeze and Charlie, if you so choose, can I get uh, Pokemon education checks from you? Wow, this is possibly one of the worst Pokemon Ed checks that I've ever rolled. Okay. Um, that's, okay, hang on. 16. It still beats my four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, Charlie has nothing. Uh, Professor Sneeze, all you know is that this really shouldn't be happening. Sure. So something is off about this. But... Care. Park. Oh, actually, give me another general education check. Car wash. Wash, stop it. <laughs> <That's a car. laughs> 23. 23. All right. Uh, the first uh, phonate of it, the first part, the first syllable of it is can. K-A-N. And you think it's, you think it's an A afterwards, and there's... I think you think there are four syllables total, so it's can uh blank blank, you're pretty sure. Canna something. Canna dippy. Canna <laughs> da da. Yes, exactly. No. Canada syrup. Canada syrup. Canada Yipes. Uh Canna tuna. Charlie, you are up. Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> Is that anything? It's not Canadian. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think A. so. <laughs> uh, Charlie is going to... Uh, I really don't want to knock it out. Actually, I don't. Although, it, it's, it's, it's raging enough that it's... Yeah. Yeah. Charlie uh, tells uh, Katana, Katana, we, we gotta try to keep, keep going on this one here. Um, do use Fury Cutter again. So, uh, we'll roll it first, and then we'll ch have to check its, uh, damage base. Yep. Uh, roll it first, I'd say. Uh, it's a five. Katana looks back at you for a long moment, and goes for the Fury Cutter, but it is able to juke itself out of the way. Okay. So that misses. Uh, Liliana, back to where you are. <laughs> uh, that was a gasp. Uh, Liliana, back to where you are. So this is what is going on. Uh, you can get the feeling that this is quickly going to devolve from uh, prank to complete chaos if the Morgrim keeps going. What do you do? Um, is Ruse making eye contact? Or the, is this person <laughs> sitting in the corner making eye contact with Liliana? Uh, not on purpose, you get the feeling, but once you made eye contact, she can't exactly uh, pretend she didn't. Mm, and so mm -hmm. there's a okay, moment of that, so and then she's like, no, I was here all along. I'm set up for it. What do you want me to do? You, you get the feeling of her being like, no, yeah, this is the plan, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Liliana's just gonna, like, smack herself in the face and just drag a hand down across her face and um, keep eye contact with this person. Be like, get over here. Get, get over here. Now. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. um, well, also, because um, the Morgrim hasn't noticed her yet, because the Morgrim just pied the yeah, dude. Yeah, the Morgrim's having the time of his life, so he's not really paying as much attention to who's wandering in. <laughs> okay. So... Um, Liliana is going to kind of make this this motion to Ruse to like, 
kind of um, go to the other side of the Morgan, kind of out of its sight and a little bit behind. Okay. And Liliana's going to kind of try to make her way around to the other side, kind of behind the Morgrim as well, but opposite of Ruse. Okay. So, as far as shadows go, since we're in a building, mm-hmm. and the Morgrim is pretty obvious to see from the sounds of it, there aren't really any shadows reaching around it. There aren't too many, but remember, he is standing on top of a movable tray area, so there is a shadow behind him cast by the tray. And there are a couple other smaller shadow areas, so you might be able to jump if need be. It's definitely not completely dark anywhere. Okay. Um, what Liliana is going to do actually is she has those knives still Mm -hmm. that have that kind of like fish line thin invisible string so so once we're behind the morgrim liliana's going to like um throw a couple of the knives towards ruse to catch okay and so they're kind of like holding on to the wires between the two of them Give me a stealth check, since you are now tossing knives in the middle of the room. (laughs) Well, I don't see how that would be obvious. (laughs) There's plenty of other things going on. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, 17. Okay. I got nervous because the first four dice that I rolled... Two of them were ones, and one of them was a two. <laughs> Alright. So, you're both holding the knives there. Uh, you see at the very last bit, uh, the Morgrem tracks one of the knives' movements. Mm. And then kind of turns to look at you while still juggling. Uh, you've got maybe a few seconds before recognition hits it. What do you do? Okay. Um, we're going to... Both Ruse and I are going to run forward now so that we can, like, maybe try and kind of ensnare it in the strings. Okay. Uh, so you're trying to... The, the goal is to ensnare it in the strings. Right. Okay. So this will be a grapple maneuver, essentially. Okay. Um, but because of the trick with working towards it, so it is an it is a combat or athletics check with the trick that you guys are both working out of doing it. Either you or Ruse can make that check, and you get a plus two on the check. Oh, I'm going to take Ruse's combat. Okay, go ahead and roll that. Nine. Okay, it rolled 18 on its athletics. <laughs> out of it. So, uh, as you go to wrap those cords around it, it flips over them, tosses the two other pies that it has, one landing on your head, one landing on Ruse's head, Mm -hmm. and lands behind you and makes a break for the door, still holding the Pokeballs. 
pursuit ruse. Yes, actually. Go ahead. Ooh. It's running. I got a seven for accuracy. Seven for accuracy. Uh, with pursuit, that hits. Oh, sweet. Okay. 40 dark physical. Nice. It does double resist dark, but it doesn't have a high defense. So uh, uh, that takes... Nine dark physical damage in the end from it. And so that is a good solid clonk from it. And it got hit by a dark type move. Oh. Yay. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yep. So blackout strike. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you use pursuit and ruse. Uh, there are screams in this. Uh, High class restaurant, by the way, as a little <laughs> shut up, you're little fine, girl you're fine. <laughs> sheds her form and turns into a giant fox <laughs> Pokemon, uh, still trailing bits of uh, pie, but nothing uh, <laughs> else there, and goes and just uh, you. The Morgrim turns around to kind of look back, grinning, and gets Ruse's fist in its nose, <laughs> and she just lays it out <laughs> flat. So, oh, uh, it. it is asleep. The three Pokeballs it is carrying are near it. Are right next to it. And that is it for the moment. Um, uh, 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 that makes it Professor Sneeze's turn. Sneeze is not doing great in terms of, of health mm-hmm. right now. Um, Charlie, I'm, I'm sure you've got this. I'm, j- I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to hang out over here for a minute. So Sneeze just goes and kind of sits down on the curb. Rest your weary bones. I'm not quite sure how Charlie reacts to that, because he's probably in about as much danger as Sneeze is, but... (laughs) Okay, so Professor Sneeze does not act this turn. Uh, That makes it Katana's turn. Katana, I don't know, like... I don't know if you got any sort of connection with the Malamar, but, like... Can you help calm it down? Can you, like... Do something special because I don't want to hurt it anymore. I just, I just want to get it back to its trainer. Like, can you do anything? Can you do anything? Oh, <laughs> uh. <Aww>, Charlie, come on! <laughs> Not the inflection that I said. There, don't listen to them. Oh dear. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even here. <laughs> uh, Katana looks back at Charlie and reaches behind. Her, her head and pulls out a pouch of something that looks similar to the pouches that Liliana often uses with her poison powder. Hmm. And kind of spins it in her hand and chucks it towards the Malamar. Can you give me an accuracy check? Yeah. That's a 15. That is a 15. Ooh. The bag flies forward, smacks this Malamar in the face. And hits it with a sleep powder. Hmm. That knocks it unconscious, which means it is fainted. Because it can no longer maintain the rage, so. But how. I mean, thank thank you, but like, how did you. There is a a rapier blade touching Charlie's upper lip. (laughs) Yeah! Which, uh. Like, just, like, uh, yeah, that's happening, but also Charlie's trying to go for a high-five as well, so, like, it passes. 
All right. Until he he, he just kisses Katana's plate. <laughs> yes. Yes. He he does that, but he th- th- he thinks better to say anything, but just kiss Katana's plate. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Uh, the Melody's turn. If Melody does anything. Um. Yes, Melody is going to, while still curled up, she's going to just, like, peek her little face out Mm -hmm. um, towards Sneeze and um, mutter a a little hum uh, using Wish uh, on Sneeze. The end of the user's next turn, so it doesn't happen yet. Yes, right. Okay, Uh, that is Melody's turn. The matriarch continues to sleep. Over uh, where Liliana is, the Morgrim also continues to sleep. Out in front of it. Uh, going up, uh, Char- I'm guessing Charlie won't be doing much at the moment. Uh, let's jump to Liliana there. So the Pokeballs are right there. The Morgrim is asleep. What do you do? Grab the Pokeballs and um, we'll take the string and just kind of like wind it around the Morgrim too. I'm not going to catch the Morgrim, because I already have one. Um, but yeah, can. just kind of like... Th- that's, yeah, it is ca- captured in a yeah, Pokeball. The, its Pokeball isn't here, but... So you tie up the Morgrim, take um, the Pokeballs, do you start heading back to where the others are? No. So, first, <laughs> before I head out, um, Liliana's gonna, like, kind of... kind of How hot... How... <laughs> Not how high. How tall are Zoroark again? Zoroark, how tall are they? How high? I could just look that up myself. Too. How high is a Zoroark? Strange question. So high. <laughs> Depends on what it's uh, taken so that high, day. Yeah. 503, that's actually pretty Five short. Foot- like Cleopatra, Joan Zoroark. of Arc, or Aphrodite. I'm guessing it, yeah, it's, it's a Zoroark, 5 foot 3, and it's more hunched over position. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. 5'3", mm. so not terribly tall, but big. Yeah, very short, yeah. Human size. Um, uh, so Liliana's going to, like, put her shoulder on top of Ruse's head and just kind of, like, lean up against her a little bit. Be like, okay, where's the manager here? Can I, can I get, can I see your manager, please, sir? She's going to say to the dude with, like, the pie in his face. <laughs> Like flip her hair, because <laughs> she's so. Uh, well, I'll probably roll a guile a gu- here too, because she's going, trying to look like she belongs yeah, that here. Works. Give me a guile check. I love it. Fourteen. The guy just kind of gapes at Liliana and is like, "I, uh, you, uh, right away, uh, miss at uh, right, right at uh, kind of." That's right, I am a bustles lady. away. And he comes back with a man who, uh, by your estimation, had had most recently been hiding behind something. <laughs> I guess I am the uh, manager, Miss... Susan. <laughs> Miss Susan? Can I yes. help you? Is this your... Yes, yes, you can help me. You can help me by explaining what in the world just happened here while my Pokemon and I were trying to wine and dine in what we thought was a fine <laughs> establishment. And 
here we are face to face with a Morgrim causing havoc and throwing pies around. I was looking forward to eating one of those pies, but apparently not anymore. Because apparently they're just going to be thrown around by Morgrim. I, <laughs> what kind of a place is this? Also, too, what, what, I'm, what, what do you expect me to do now? Am I going to be compensated for the meal that I was so rudely interrupted for? Like, what are you going to do about this? Hmm? Uh, I will say through this back and forth, which is great, uh, you do end up being comped for Ruse's meal, which means you get 2,000 poke. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, and profuse apologies, but they are definitely attempting to have you go because they're discombobulated by this entire situation. But... <laughs> okay, well, I am going to come back here at another point, and I'm going to expect a much nicer welcome and a much nicer, um, much better service next time here, okay? So you're welcome for me dealing with your problem, and I better see some um, reciprocation for the next time that I come in here, okay? Or, All right, or you'll leave a bad ahead. review on Yamp. Yep. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna yes. leave a bad review on the on the job board. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. Okay. Um, job board. But she does. She does um, have have Ruse pick up the Morgrim, and Ruse is just gonna like turn up her nose as well too as they <laughs> as they walk out. <laughs> All right. And oh, actually, can I roll a stealth here as well too? Yes. Um, I I'm just going to try and like. If there's like maybe like a little dessert tray or something as she's passing by, like grab a dessert okay. <laughs> just for the heck of it. I think it's funny if you do it without trying to be stealthy. You just take it. That doesn't just quite it. fly. That's but... true. Oh, well then in that case, even when you're berating the st the people at a restaurant, you can't just steal the food in front of them. <laughs> 22 for Liliana okay. Uh The manager is sharp-eyed But does not catch it So yes, you are Aha. able to steal some uh, Desserts on your way out Alright Say so she grabs like a couple macarons Or something <laughs> So like a fancy person's mm -hmm. dessert <laughs> Do you make your way back To the others now? Now okay. I do, yep <laughs> So, um I was going to say, since you're kind of out of combat and things are going well, as long as uh, Professor Sneeze does not take any too strenuous actions, his curse does not continue working on him. As long as everyone is very quiet with uh, the matriarch, the matriarch will stay asleep. Um, there is still some okay. panicking and clearing <laughs> of the streets. <laughs> so all this chaos has gone on. Um, the wish has come into effect. Uh, Liliana, you make it back with the Pokeballs. Fairly uh, super I, far. I, I, I don't actually do this, but it, the funny thing that, that Charlie would do, he, he would, uh, standing right next to the matriarch, he'd yell, Liliana, over here! Let's get him back in the Pokeballs! <laughs> <laughs> no, but Charlie does not actually do that. Alright, so you get the Pokeballs back. Do you return the Pokemon at once? Um, yes, all of that. Well, um... Uh, Charlie returns uh, the matriarch and uh, the Malamar. Okay. Um, did we ever figure out uh, its name? No. Uh, unless Professor, Professor Sneeze wants to do another general ed to try to catch. I'll roll again. Um, 
24. 24. Uh, you would guess the name. You think it is... Again, it's difficult because it's going to be connected to the other words around it and what everything is, but your best guess would be cannaloa. Canna supa, canna chicken, canna tuna, cannaloa, cannaloa. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Charlie um, uh, returns to Malamar and uh, like uh, goes, I don't know if this is right, but cannaloa, we'll, we'll see what we can do uh, about you. I got, I got a ranger friend that can maybe help us out here. Uh, speaking of rangers, uh, Liliana, on your way back, you did notice that the rangers were heading this way. You oh, beat okay. them here, but they are heading this way. Okay. Um. They're heading that way. Okay. Um. So once they once they have all of the Pokemon rounded up and everything, uh, Liliana is going to like grab Charlie and lean close into his ear and be like, "Okay, you got your Pokemon all." Everything is all switchy weighted now. We have to get going, you guys. And she like pulls over, sneezes well too from up off of the crib. Be like, we gotta go. There are a bunch of rangers coming over here. That's always bad news. Rangers are always bad news. They're no good. So we gotta get out of here. Okay. Charlie. Uh, also, uh, before uh, he's like, uh, yeah, cool. And he like hops up and uh, uh, taps Danger on the head and says, "Good boy, let's go." And he returns Danger. So you guys make your you make yourself scarce. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> as if uh, scarce as a Gyarados uh, destroying a building. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, with you guys uh, getting away while the Rangers close in uh, and get out of the way, you manage to avoid them just fine. And I think that's all we make it through for this week. So uh, that was most right. of your afternoon. You could probably still do some shopping and pick up a few things, but... But what about the black market? <laughs> you may have to do that after your meeting. Uh, oh, Professor yeah. Mankinale yeah. tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join the conversation with creators and fans to become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at TapsterRadio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Freddy Goes to a, pod- Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiat. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Also, I want to shout out one of our great new patrons, Matt Carlton. Thank you, Matt, for joining us, and thank you so much. Uh, Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I am Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And as always, come hang out with us in our Discord and our uh, Facebook rollout taproom. As uh, the, uh, our next patron that we're going to shout out, Casey DeFridas, has as well. Uh, they've joined us in both places. And I, uh, side comment, uh, when I saw uh, Casey join... I almost like had to do. I, I had to do a double take. I had to look it up because um, they're a former host of another podcast, a Nintendo podcast called Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, had a female host by the name of Casey DeFridas, 
and is like, holy crap, is this Casey DeFridas? No, it's our cool patron, Casey DeFridas. So, <laughs> glad to have you here, Casey. <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for uh, joining us. <laughs> uh, I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I also would like to shout out a brand new patron, Micah Greenspoon. Thank you so much for uh, for joining up uh, this this community and supporting our show. We really appreciate that. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at lil underscore shadow eight. And I would like to shout out Ellie. <laughs> Does Ellie patron us? She patronizes us. She must. She she must. Lydia shouted her out. So. Thanks for That's becoming official. a patron, Ellie. <laughs> what are you gonna pay us then? Half the I don't steps know if you were answer. there, but does it matter if no one noticed? You can follow me on Twitter at behind your Eyelie. That's behind your E Y E L I. If you like what you do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Box Cheese, Dr. Audino, Peter Stadmuller, Eric Lonquist, Kyle Albert, Taylor Bonforte, David Harshman, Michael, Richie Kammer, Matt Carlton, Ben Ahrens, Askablod, Andrew Weil, Huck, Jeffrey Show, Micah Greenspoon, Andrew Case, DGZ, Dean Frostmage, Froxus, Legendary, Ursa93, Terry Fow, Scotty Newton, Chandler Shack, Lance, Julia Egan, Lauren Polson, Nathan Hemelgarn, Casey DeFridis, and Alchemage. 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 You guys are awesome, and we can't <laughs> say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Woo! Bye! Bye! Bye. Did we all lose Nick? I think yeah. we did. Yep. One second. Am I back? And then he fades into oblivion. No. Oh no, Grunge, come back! <laughs> and then, then he comes around the corner and finds Arceus. And Arceus says, Okay, I'll come help you. Dur, 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 dur. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, Arceus sounds like, as we all know. Oh, absolutely. What's going on with my network connection? Hello? Hey, can you repeat, like, all of that? Yes, and remember, if you bring Arceus to the table, I can too, and he's under my control. Who said anything about Arceus? Like, what? why are you bringing... I was still there. Uh, so, grunge. I heard Archie and us. <laughs> oh, that's tempting. Oh no. Uh, something happens to the area around them and it adds more chaos than is already there. Oh no. But... How much more do you want to futz with your initiative tracker, though? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do it. We could uh, recreate that Futurama episode where they uh, switch uh, minds and they, like, the one where they created an actual mathematical theorem to explain how the mind switching works. Yipes! That's fun. We can we can do more math in our in our math podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Veto. <laughs>
I wonder, like, how, how many minutes we spend doing math. <laughs> Too oh, many. Like, how, how, what percentage of our episode is just us doing, like, calculations? Let's do some math to figure out how much math we're doing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Stop the madness! Okay. The uh, mathness! <laughs> no! <laughs> Malamar face to face with Charlie. Charlie. See, it's so easy to do that. <laughs> Charlie. We're on a bridge, Charlie. Leans forward. Oh, hang on, I can't do that right now. Nope. <laughs> if it's a trigger, you have so, to have the trigger, so. Cool. So Charlie is just gonna. Send out trigger, Lydia! Ah! <laughs> what? <laughs> Not quite. I missed that. I have my earbuds out. What? <laughs> There's a trigger for one of Charlie's moves, and so uh, Michael yelled out, send out trigger, Lydia. Oh, okay, I'm on it! <laughs> Not quite how that works. You're right, I'm, I have too many too many sheets up here. I gotta get my sheets together. How's that for math? <laughs> out math. <laughs> You've been out mathered. <laughs> um, Katana looks back at you. It will be when this comes out. Um, <laughs> that will work, because Katana hasn't been out and hasn't done as much for it lately. Uh, Katana. Alright. Good morning, Rollout fans. It's Monday morning. What a great day to do some recording. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.